Shalom, everybody, and welcome to the Yishai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from the other Lone Star State, and that is Texas. That's right, we're still in Texas. We're on the road in Texas here, and I've got some uh, thoughts, Texas thoughts, to share with you today. God bless you wherever you are, and thank you so much for being with me. Um, Usually we broadcast from Judea and from Jerusalem and from Hebron, uh, but we are on the road the whole family, when I say we, it's not just me. This is sometimes the case that I'm on the road. But in this case, it is my whole family. And we have made it to Sherman, Texas, north of Dallas, where my father-in-law lives. Not a big Jewish town. No synagogues here, anything like that. So we're kind of on our own. Uh, but Texas is uh, is a special place. And I want to talk about two things about uh, that I've seen in Texas here uh, that I think are... Uh, are um, are instructive to all of us, and certainly have been instructive to me. One has been that uh, we uh, made a turn uh, off the highway. We were we were driving from Houston, where we had a wonderful time in Houston and hung out with the Chabad community there. Uh, and I met a few other good people, and uh, just got to really see Houston. I think maybe for the first time in my life, although uh, I've been told that I was there before, I don't remember that, but. Uh, uh, I am definitely starting to appreciate Houston and appreciate uh, its its size, its power, and, and its interests. And I've met some really good folks that I'm excited about uh, connecting to in the future. And there's definitely uh, what's so great about Texas is that it's up and coming. It's big. It's pro-Israel. It's pro-Israel Jewishly. It's pro-Israel uh, Gentilely. And uh, on the way up from uh, Houston, we stopped at uh, a wonderful town, which I've wanted to stop in for a while and to produce a video and to meet the people. And that is the town of Palestine, Texas. Palestine. Now, don't try to correct me and tell me Palestine, because that's not the way Palestinians, that is Palestinians from Palestine, Texas, pronounce that the name of that town they pronounced it they pronounce it palestine and so uh, i've wanted for a long time to go there i've had an interest in going to that town um partially out of just curiosity uh partially because um i thought to myself well you know i'm constantly fighting this battle between palestine and israel uh, and maybe if I go see the the real Palestine, which is the Texas Palestine in Palestine, Texas, I'll be able to create a, like a little bit of a movie, show how people in Palestine, Texas are supportive of Israel, make it a little bit funny, but make the point that uh, that there's Israel and there's Palestine. There is a Palestine, and that's not uh, in the land of Israel. In any case, we went there. We ended up sleeping in the town, uh, actually, at a, at a motel. And it was fun. It was fine. As usual in America, things are you know, pretty fine and standard uh, along the way. And we moseyed on down to uh, Main Street the next morning and uh, got to see some of the historic as a historic district. And it was the um, one of the, the, the there was it's, it's, a, it's a railroad town. Uh, and I think it's the western terminus of a certain rail line. In any case, um, it was uh, pe- people there were really very kind. There was history and pride, and at the same time, it was a very real place and not like a, a kind of made-up place. It was, you know, not not like a, 
um, you know, kind of materialistic, uh, you know, shopping and that type of thing. It was much more like a real America, um, a place that's trying to uh, hold on to its history and trying to kind of become, uh, um, I don't know, more popular at the same time, kind of retaining its old ways. Um, and and we went into an old hotel. I think it's called the Redwood Hotel. Um, and they've got a museum inside there uh, with all kinds of paraphernalia from the past, including an old switchboard. Um, and then we went into a restaurant uh, to just kind of see it because from the window it looks so beautiful. We didn't go to eat because we can't eat these things, although we were able uh, to have uh, some coffee. I was able to have some coffee and they had some... Uh, I, I don't drink uh, regular milk in America, even though it's kosher. I drink Chalav Yisrael, but uh, I drink milk alternatives. So I usually have oat milk. And we went in and saw such a beautifully done family bakery and restaurant. And then... And then we talked to the to the woman there. We, we, you know, we heard about the incredible amount of faith. Like there was, she said to me, "Well, this restaurant's also a ministry," which which I know what that means in Christianese. That means that this place is about is is a place to also teach about God. And I'm not getting into the issue of Christianity versus Judaism. Just just a realization. First thing is that while Christianity may have been uh, for the last two thousand years in many ways a competitor, and even an enemy of the Jewish people. Uh, today, people of faith band together. People of conservative values and family values band together. Today, when I see somebody that's devoutly Christian, even though it's not my cup of tea, and it's not, the, it's not you know, to me, there's also um, a lot of... Um, um, watering down of of the of the of the biblical truth. Um, with all that, I put that aside because I just see that there are people who are theologically inclined, land of Israel inclined, biblically inclined, know the Bible or at least you know some parts of it or a sense of it. And so, it's just a kind of irony that today, today we band together uh, people of faith. People of faith are, are are somehow united, and we were very moved to hear about how much faith they really had, and how many obstacles they overcame in order to open up their restaurant, and uh, sicknesses of various kinds that they overcame and challenges. Um, and were inspired. And it was just so funny. They showed me a cover of a magazine. It was called Palestine, and and instead of being like a, um, instead of being a. Uh, you know, a, a, a Palestine of, of fighting with Israel. It was a it was a Palestine of uh, of 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 faith in Palestine, Texas, and that leads me to the next thing. Another another stop that we pulled over in. We pulled over a place called Bucky's. Now Bucky's is a gas station slash meat place slash store. Now the meat place serves pork, pork, pork. And so, you know, it's just, it's not, it's like, it's almost like, oh my God, look at that. To, to us, it's so foreign. Uh, and the gas was fine, but the store, the store is really what I want to talk about for a second. The store is something that I've been trying to talk to you folks, if you're listening to my show for, for any amount of time, I talk about all the time, which is the swag of pride of religion of of the flag of the state now you guys remember that old uh 
Garth Brooks song. Um, I got friends in low places. So how does it start? It starts with, blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. And now the reason I, I mention this is because there was a shirt there, which is blame it all on my roots and a flag of, you know, Texas or a flag of the United States on it. And I was just like, that is exactly like, I want that shirt next to Maratha Machpelah, like blame it all on my roots. Love that. Love, love that, that like that, that, that imagery, like you can, you can, you know, blame it on my roots. My roots are Texan or in our case, roots, roots are Jewish and Judean. And that's, you know, the bravado, the brashness of it all. Um, um, you, there was a shirt there, like, like, gosh, I got a, I got a, a, it was like faith, flag, family, and something else, uh, and freedom. That's it, faith, flag, family, and freedom. Great, you know, just such great messaging. And these, you know, these Texas cups, live free or die, um, and, par- and, 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 of course, Christian paraphernalia, Texas paraphernalia. And I thought to myself, it's so over the top, it's so kitschy, and it's so great because these are such great ways to be like, yes, I am a faithful person. Yes, I am a gun-toting, uh, this is my land, freedom person. I am a patriotic person. And I sometimes feel that Jews, we do so much more cynicism than... Um, than than the kind of like robust faithful and and I want to create more products that give you that ability to wear it you know just to wear it just to wear it and to just wear it with pride and I'm sorry it's late and uh and I'm on the road both doing my work and also managing the family so you can guess that it's uh, you can get tired out here but we don't miss broadcasting to you. God bless you, folks. We do not forget you. We do not miss a show. I know that, like, if I missed a show, you would just be devastated. So I just, I just haul, haul trucking whatever I got left to uh, to put out a show for you. Um, yeah, Texas, Texas, Texas is big. Texas is big. Palestine, Palestine Texas is sweet. And uh, watch out for a video that I'm putting out about Palestine, Texas. And in fact, I, I was thinking just as I was talking to you right now, I should put in another picture just to make it fun uh, into my video. In any case, um, so we have um, uh, this this road trip. Uh, and just as I was coming out of Bucky's and thinking about those uh, uh, those those kind of icons of patriotism and religion that we need more in Judea, uh, that's exactly when my friend Jake, God bless you, Jake, sent me a link to paraphernalia for Judea and Samaria. But no, but it was the free Palestine people. You know, those guys are making paraphernalia. Those guys are making it cool. Those guys are making their narrative, you know, physically felt. And so uh, I'm I'm on a I'm on a mission to make paraphernalia in the Jewish way. I really I really am, uh, and I hope to God that we'll be able to uh, um, to to make our own. Blame it all on my roots. Uh, a T-shirt for Maratha Machpela. Um, furthermore, um, I will be in Dallas uh, this week. I'll be going to Dallas. There's a lot of delicious kosher food there in Dallas, um, and uh, great, great Jewish folks. 
I'm going to be joining an event at the uh, Young Jewish Conservatives, uh, and then I'll be uh, doing some events. I'll be doing some events with some of my Gentile friends. I'll be doing some events for uh, for AFSI down here. Uh, not a lot of events, but uh, enough to keep me busy, and not to mention the the kids and all that keeping me busy and trying to learn Torah out here and trying to stay in shape and trying to get some you know normal rest and not my home. At least Malka made some uh, made some breakfast today, so I got some Malka food and it got me back on track because I was starting to lose steam. You know, you know how it is on the road. Let's get to the Torah portion, which I think uh, has so much to tell us. And I just want to do a little preamble about the Torah portion. We're in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, the book of Dvarim. Now I've got a problem and a solution about the book of Dvarim. My problem is. There's no, there's no Dvar Torah to say. There's just no Dvar Torah to say in most of the book of Dvarim. Why? Because all you have to do is just read it. Just hear it. For those of you who understand Hebrew, go to YouTube and type in Kriya uh, Leparshat uh, Ekev. Or... or uh, type it in english just just uh, listen to the torah portion being read to you out loud um if you just listen to these words uh in the book of deuteronomy in the in the in the parsha of ekev just listen to moses telling you what it is and, and what he says is just so plain that there's sometimes i think to myself i may have said this before like there's been a lot of books of jewish philosophy written a lot of books of Jewish Musser, how to behave properly. Like, the number one book is the book of Deuteronomy. Just, just kind of like, listen to those words about how God expects you to behave, what you should do, why God has chosen you, uh, what has he chosen you to do, what, 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 is, what is our job in this world? It's just so, t- to me, it's like, I, I almost feel like, uh, it's almost like, why can't I... I don't like giving Dvart, like I give Dvartors in shul, uh, basically wherever I go. But the one time during the year that I don't like to give Dvartors is during most of the book of Dvarim. I say most because there's a few parshiot which are parshas that are different. But it's just like, just like, why don't we just instead of me speaking, why don't we just let the big rabbi, which is Moses, let him do the talking and let let us listen. So last week, one of the things that I talked about was that the Torah portion is like, what is your smarts in Parshat Vayetchanan? It's like, choose. you're not smart because you're smart or because you have to deal with the army or because you're the startup nation or because you've always, I don't know, had to figure out how to, like, they have all these theories about why Jews are smart. And the Torah is like, no, you're not smart. The only thing that's smart about you is that you follow God's laws. And when you have God's laws and you follow them and you live Therefore, your nation lives eternally because of that. Then people are like, "Whoa, uh, you know what? What is your secret, smart nation?" It's like the smartness is God's smartness, the, the fact that He shares with us His secrets, and we we live with those secrets, and therefore there's a wisdom to living with those secrets. And it's like people turn to you because of your that. So we talked about it last week. This week's Torah portion, God says something similar. He says. He says, I didn't bring you to the land of Israel because you really deserve it. It's not that you were really like so deserving. It's more like the other nations were not deserving of it. And I, and I also gave a promise to your forefather. But remember that the other nations 
really messed it up. They messed up the privilege of living in the land of Israel, and therefore I give it to you. But it's like, have some humility, because you are not the end-all be-all. You're, you're not that great, Jewish people, you know? You're, you're great as far as when you follow the Torah, when, when, you, when you let me bring you to the land because the other people needed to leave and because uh, I made a promise to your forefathers, but follow that path. Follow uh, my truth, and then you will be deserving. But it's not because you're so great intrinsically. So that's that's issue number one. Uh, another thing is, there's there's a there's a great set of verses about about Hashem basically being the owner of everything in this world. I really like those verses a lot. Yeah. So the verse is uh, chapter chapter ten. The book of Deuteronomy, book of Dvarim, and it's verse 14. Hen, la hashamayim haaretz Guess what? It's, it's a fact that to God, Hashem elokecha, hashamayim v'shmeashamayim, the, the skies, the heavens, and the heavens of the heavens. Haaretz v'chol the land and everything that's within it. Rak ba'avotecha hashak. However, only did your forefathers Hashem did 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 Hashem yearn for? Rak ba'avotecha chashak Hashem la'avotam to love them. Ve'ifchar bezaram achrehem and he chose their seed after them. Bachem in you, he chose you. Mikol ha'amim from all the nations. Kayomaze as is this day. And so therefore, God says, like, God has everything. He's got everything. He's the world is his. The world is his. The world is his. And the world does not encompass him. It does not, it does not hold him. He, he is not a vessel. He is the vessel of the world. The world is not a vessel for him. And yet, this is what he chose. He chose the forefathers. And he chose the seed after them. And that's you. So follow his ways. To me, I don't know, it's very powerful. It's just like, it's just like Moses being like, come on. God's got everything, and now he's asking you to do this. Just follow that way. Amen. May we really be able to, to, to have that simple knowledge all the time that God has everything in his hands, and, and all we have to do is just follow his will. And finally, uh, there's a, a statement about Eretz Israel that Eretz Israel is really different. It's not like the other lands. It has different properties. Uh, it, has, it has properties, uh, while it's easy to make a living in Egypt, you kind of just dig a, a canal and the water flows, like America. Maybe America is the place where it's become the easiest to make a living, to make a parnasah. And God has blessed this country so much. Malk and I are always like bewildered by the blessings of this country. Um, the land of Israel is a little bit different. It's got it's got hills and valleys. You got to cry out to God for water. In other words, it's got ups and downs, and you've got to you got to turn to Hashem for sustenance. The land of Israel is a different type of land. It's a different type of land. Uh, as I um, as I as I walk this land, uh, Texas, I try to learn from it, and I and I really do miss the Holy Land. Um, at the same time, the Holy Land is doing some uh, funky things. Not the land, but the people. Um, um, I heard reports today uh, at at uh, Times of Israel that. Israel's considering reinstating UNESCO 
being reinstated into UNESCO, agreeing once again to be a member and to bringing UNESCO back to Israel. That to me is an awful mistake. UNESCO proved that it is a, a merciless anti-Semitic organization which designated the Tomb of the Forefathers and Mothers as a Palestinian World Heritage Site uh, in danger from Israel. This is a really um, impossible to accept uh, form of anti-Semitism. It is, it, is a, it is the epitome of a history erasure uh, and we should not stand for, for that. And we didn't stand for that. And the, and, and the, Trump, the Trump administration and subsequently the Netanyahu administration pulled out of UNESCO. Why bring those shratzim, those, 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 those rats, why bring those rats back into our country and into our fold? They are, they are, they, they have, there's no, they have no tikkun, there's no repentance that could fix them. They are so, and they're not trying to repent in the first place. They're so reprehensible. Just to me, going back to UNESCO, what a mistake. And it kind of, to me, is, is a, an, an unpleasant part of the reality uh, of our current administration. Um, with all that, uh, we are still in the month of Av. We're still in the month of Av, and we're still in the month of, of the Temple's destruction. Uh, and I see that COVID is coming back, and a lot of people are flipped out about it. They're flip, I, got, I got friends that are flipped out about the... Um, vaccinations. I got friends that are flipped out. I got friends basically fl- flipped out, you know, on the vaccination side and then the government uh, suppression side and then on the germ side. And it just everybody's freaking out. And I just like, I just, I don't know why. I just am trying so hard not to. I, I don't think I want to flip out about this stuff, but I do understand that something's definitely up. And, and, and today I was on Jam in the AM with Nachum Siegel. And he was basically complaining that our leaders are really not allowing American Jewry into the land of Israel. And I'm sorry about that. That's all I have to say. I said, I want to say I'm sorry about that. Uh, and the land of Israel loves you and the state of Israel loves you and we love you. And we're sorry that if you were locked out of the land of Israel, I'm sorry about that. Um, and, and I hope that it's, uh, uh, you know, correct government decisions, although I have my, my doubts, as, as many of us do, uh, what is the correct path. Um, but in any case, for all of you who feel that you've been locked out, just just don't take it too emotionally. It's just a cycle. Uh, we'll get through this. We'll get through this time, and you will be able to go to the land of Israel. Um, I want to thank Moshe Herman, Ben Bresky, Tabitha, and Lou for helping me get the show out. Um, I'm having a lot of fun here on the road, but it's but it's but it's definitely a challenge. So your prayers are appreciated. Uh, and please check out uh, yishaifleischer.com. Uh, and check out the donate page there if you want to help make the show free and accessible and it's part of your life and help it uh, help it get to others as well. We have a brand new redesigned donate page uh, and including all of our efforts uh, to to rectify and strengthen the land of Israel. I want to thank JewishPress.com for putting out our show and putting out a great email. But I've, I get a lot of great emails uh, every day of news, including, uh, including uh, JNS.org. Uh, jewishpress.com who promote our show i really appreciate them uh and this very network that puts out our show which is the land of israel network thank you very much to ari and jeremy for making the land of israel network um i also want to thank the network that i'm highly involved in which is the hebron fund the jewish community of hebron uh, the hebron fund we uh protect uh, uh without stop uh the the tombs of the forefathers and mothers 
uh, in Hebron, and that's hebronfund.org, and also Hebron, uh, we protect the Jewish community there, which is right now under fire, not so much directly, but indirectly, because the Palestinian Authority is having a major kind of revolt and crisis in, uh, in Hebron, and the rumor is that Israel is trying to back up the Palestinian Authority instead of letting it fall, and that, of course, is yet another great mistake. When the Palestinian Authority is about to fall, just let it. Just let it. And don't try to save those guys. Let them deal with their problems and their issues. It's a different life. It's a different world. And they should be able to, uh, um, you know, if, 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 if the Palestinians, if the Arabs want to get rid of the Palestinian Authority, who am I to stop that? I say, great. Uh, that is an anti-Semitic, uh, anti-human rights, uh, corrupt regime, and I have no problem with it leaving the fold. Um, what else? What else out there? Yeah, write me an email, com. Check out some of our sponsors. Uh, including a sponsor that I haven't mentioned for a long time, which is Blessed by Israel, Blessed by B-U-I, Israel.com. Type in coupon code Yishai, you'll get 10% off of gifts and things from the land of Israel that are going uh, to the world. And of course, Prohibition Pickle, I would love some Prohibition Pickle right now, although I did get some salami here in Dallas uh, for Shabbos. Uh, Prohibition Pickle makes good Eretz Yisrael yum-yums. And I miss Eretz Yisrael right now. I really do miss Eretz Yisrael in a real way. Like, I'm, I'm getting my kicks here, you know, in Texas, but I truly in my heart miss Eretz Yisrael. I think about just uh, her, 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 just, just the roads and, and the things that I see every day and the people that I see every day. Uh, and, I, and I, on the one hand, I, I, I got to tell you, I do appreciate detaching a little bit and having, or maybe the word detach is not the right word, but having, having a, a change of perspective a little bit um, but at the same time, like Eretz Israel, like when we're away from you, uh, we miss you even, even more all the time. Um, I want to thank the God of Israel who's given me the strength to uh, put out a show and talk with you with, with love. Um, I'll be here in Texas for another week and a half, and then I'll be in New York, New Jersey area, and then back home. Um, so you can write me an email, com, and uh, hopefully we'll get back to you. You could also reach out to me on Twitter and less good, but you can still reach out to me on Facebook. I get to it at some point. So that is uh, definitely uh, important to me to hear from you while I'm here. and Maybe I'll get to see you. Uh, and if not, lots of love and lots of blessings from lots of big blessings from the big state of Texas, uh, the other Lone Star State and thinking about Eretz Israel, and also with, 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 um, without any embarrassment to say that I believe that Israel is great and strong and yet it has something to learn from places like Texas. And wherever we go, we pick up sparks. We try to pick up sparks in order to make ourselves better, better servants of Hashem, and help progress forward the mission of the, the great mission of the Jewish people's return to the land of Israel in this uh, miraculous time that we're living in. If we only understood how big this time is, we would just drop everything and be part of this great, great time. God bless you. Lots of love, lots of blessings from the road where the God of Israel is on the road uh, with us and we, the Jewish people, are on the road uh, through marching through history uh, to something amazing uh, for, for ourselves and our service of God, but also for the world uh, where God wants to populate His presence amongst us if we only would let him if we would only allow ourselves to uh to be holy 
so that he his presence will not be disgusted by us. We have made for him a place in this lower world, a, a tent, a house, a home, a temple, Bezrat Hashem, a temple. God bless you folks. Shabbat Shalom. All the blessings from Texas on the way to the land of Israel. And Shalom. Prayer, faith, and healing. Find out about it from a Judean perspective. We want this life to be good. It's so good. Cherish every day. Thank you, God, for every day. The Land of Israel Fellowship invites you to learn Torah from Judea, a new cycle, a new world, with Jeremy Gimpel and Ari Abramowitz. And if you don't see life as one incredible gift, you won't see God. But if you can see the gift, then you'll be blessed to see the giver. To sign up, visit thelandofisrael.com slash fellowship.